Hello, my name is Amy Grace Smith, and today is day 69 of the 90-Day Challenge. This week, we're growing in a lifestyle of mission through building a habit of loving our neighbors. As we begin, let's pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. God, as we approach your word, help us to remember that you want to speak with us. As we listen to today's teaching, help us to learn what it means to be your disciple. As we seek to create new habits, help us to remember that your grace is sufficient for us when we inevitably fall short. Take a few moments now to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. Mission is living sent. In the same way God sent Jesus into the world, we are sent out by Jesus to love others and to make disciples. We do not huddle inwardly, hoarding our resources and isolating ourselves from the world around us. Instead, we go with the empowering presence of the Holy Spirit in us, seeking the kingdom of God. Today we are reflecting on the lengths to which we're called to love our neighbors. Matthew 5, 43-48 says, You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. This passage is from the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus is expanding on what people have thought is God's moral standard. With this and many other topics, Jesus is taking an interpretation of that day many would agree with, but then elevating it higher to show how far short we fall from God's actual standard. He points out that this self-serving love isn't that hard, and actually what most people do. Jesus doesn't call us to anything he isn't willing to do himself. The same man who preached loving your enemies prayed for the people executing him on the cross, asking God to forgive them for what they were doing. Jesus elevates the standard, but also lives it out for us as an example to follow. Some of us have someone that comes to mind instantly when you hear the word enemy. But for those who don't, I invite you to notice this week times when you are tempted to avoid specific people, feel yourself getting heated in response to something you see on social media, or just scoffing at someone that you disagree with. In the spirit of the Sermon on the Mount, I also encourage you to consider not just how you treat people in person, but also in your heart or when you talk about them to others. The standard that Jesus lays out is not just the absence of bad behavior, but the presence of love. 
for believers, God calls many people into his family, and the diversity in the church means we have reason and opportunity to grow in close relationship and service to brothers and sisters in Christ who we would not naturally end up friends with. This is a great opportunity to learn and practice how to love those who are different from us as we stretch and grow in loving our neighbors and even our enemies. The most practical practice we can take is what Jesus instructs us to do, pray. This practice of praying for our enemies makes us remember that God forgave them and judgment is his to give, not ours. It humbles our hearts and changes us from the inside out when we pray blessing on our enemies and reminds us of our own need for forgiveness from God. Let's return to the passage and listen for a particular word or phrase that the Holy Spirit might be highlighting today. Matthew 5, 43 through 48. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. What word or phrase jumped out at you from this verse? What idea do you want to take away from today's reflection? Is there a step of obedience that you want to take today in response to any of this? Jesus, thank you for setting the example of humility in loving your enemies and praying for them. Soften my heart to love people like you do in both the seen and more private moments of my life. I confess how I have hated my enemies. Would you change my heart? Even now, bring to mind someone I can pray for. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. As we take these reflections into the coming day, let's remember the words of Jesus in the Great Commission found in Matthew 28 verses 18 to 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Father, help me to live as your child, secure in your love. Jesus, help me to live as you did, loving God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Spirit, help me to live in the power of God, forsaking self-reliance and putting my hope in you. Amen. Amen.